It's eight minutes past seven. Let's take you to our top story this morning. When does a meeting at a hotel become a walkout? Well, when it involves a collection of public sector workers meeting during work hours. Our radio car reporter Thomas Mason is at the Peninsula Hotel where that meeting is taking place. Yes, good morning, Jim. I'm here indeed on the west coast. A beautiful morning, bright, sound of seagulls. I'm joined by Bob Lanning. He's from the Unite Union, the regional industrial organiser. So can you just tell me, first of all, Bob, why you've chosen this venue? Uh, Well, this venue, it was a question of where can we get. I don't think it's big enough, but we'll wait and see. And don't you think this action could be avoided today? State retirement ages have been going up as people have been living longer. Isn't this just part of a a process of gradual reform? No, I don't agree at all. Who's done the study on these workers to see if they can actually work till they're 70? Uh, No one has because they can't. Right, well, we're going to be monitoring the situation over the next couple of hours here at Radio Guernsey. I have to say, at the moment, in the Peninsula Hotel, things are quite quiet, but we shall see, and we'll be speaking to some of those public sector union workers as, when and if they arrive at this meeting. Eight minutes past eight. Thomas, what's it been like there this morning? Well, what a difference an hour makes. Got here just before seven o'clock, a peaceful, bright, sunny morning, the sound of seagulls. The car park there was quite empty, but now it is completely full, and the smell is actually one of bin lorries, because we do have a big turnout from States Works, lots of yellow vans. I've just been inside the meeting. It is busy there. I would estimate about 300 people, all the seats taken, plus extra people standing. And I spoke to a few of them a bit earlier to see what their thoughts were. I hope for my daughter's sake that we get our pension, yeah? So then I can retire at 65 instead of having to carry on working until I'm 70. I just don't agree with what the states are doing, really. I mean, you know, they're forcing us into something that we're not willing to accept. Hopefully the states will realise that nobody's for their ideas. Now let's go next to St Sampson's, where our reporter is Thomas Mason. Hello, Thomas. Hello there, Kay. There was quite the lineup of candidates standing outside the polling station as they were coming out. I think perhaps at one point we had more candidates than voters. We also had Kevin Stewart uh, and Lyndon Trott. They were having a bit of a, a kickabout just before the polls closed. And at one point, Deputy Trott joked to Deputy Stewart that they didn't want to score an own goal. Now, certainly Kevin Stewart, Minister at Commerce and Employment, is one to watch tonight. There have been suggestions that his seat is very much in contention here. I therefore declare Trot, Lapelli, Merritt, St. Pierre, duly elected as People's Deputies for St. Sampson. Kevin Stewart, you, you just missed out there on being re-elected. How are you feeling right now? Uh, well, that, that's just the vote of the people. Uh, I think, think it's unfortunate. We had a hell of a lot of uh, interactions, so, uh, you know, that's the way it is. Gavin, you didn't top the poll this time, but you've already come out and said that you are interested in taking on that role as President of Policy and Resources. Do you think from today you've got enough legitimacy to put yourself forward for that? Yes, absolutely. No, I think it's uh, it made it very clear through the election process that, that that is what I would be seeking to do if I was re-elected. I have been re-elected, so that is a mandate in which to seek that position and obviously the, the process will, will take place next week. 
So I'm here in the spin room in Leeds Town Hall, where all the main parties are trying to tell us that their man is going to win. My challenge, to try to get them to stop spinning for long enough to tell me how their campaign's going on social media. Caroline Flint is here for Labour. Would you say that you're a, a Millie fan? I am a Millie fan, yeah. I mean, he's my boss. I just think what's been great in this campaign is that it's given Ed a chance, I think, to get his message across and his personality across that sometimes doesn't happen outside of these campaigns. Yeah, so it's good that he's coming across. Do you think he's yeah. beginning to believe his own hype at all, though? Do you know, he's always believed in himself. We've had the Miller fans and a few Cameronettes. Are you a Cameronette yourself? No, I'm a big <laughs> user of Twitter myself, as is the Prime Minister. The Conservative Party really has been very busy on Twitter. And you do your own tweets, do you? I do my own always. tweets. <laughs> I always do mine, and I have done all the time I was Foreign Secretary. Would you mind just trying to show me a few of the basic manoeuvres to see if I could become a, a Guernsey knitter myself? So you put it in and the wool goes around the needle. That goes what, round there? No, then put the needle through the stitch first. And down. Now you're going back to front. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I think it's safe to say that I'm not the future of Guernsey's knitting industry, but hopefully you and several colleagues will be. How would you rate my skills there? Um, <laughs> comments. <laughs> oh, you got me crying now. If I find a hole in it tonight, then I know who to blame. <laughs> <laughs>